from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. You've tuned the WIA National News for week commencing June 21, 2020. And if you're watching on VK5BD Bevan's ATV system, well, I can see you too. The Wireless Broadband Alliance has invited all organisations in the Wi-Fi ecosystem to join WBA Open Roaming and become part of a globally available Wi-Fi federation offering an automatic and secure connection of billions of devices to millions of Wi-Fi networks. WBA Open Roaming provides a new global standards-led approach, removing public guest Wi-Fi connectivity barriers and bringing greater convenience and security to the wireless ecosystem. It also removes the need to search for Wi-Fi networks to repeatedly enter or create login credentials or to constantly reconnect or re-register to public Wi-Fi. Wireless Broadband Alliance is an industry association formed to promote interoperability between operators in the Wi-Fi industry with the stated aim of providing an excellent user experience. And to achieve this, the WBA promotes interoperability. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Howdy, it's Aidan, VK4 APM with the results of the WIA's poll number 3 in response to the ACMA's consultation paper on making 60 metres available to amateurs. I would like to thank the approximately 1,200 people who responded to the survey. Clearly this topic is not as exciting as some of the previous polls. First, the numbers. In fourth place, with 3% of the vote, option 4 which for those of you who don't remember, was in summary, don't give amateurs access. I can hear the booing from you all now, but to the credit of those who responded in this way, there is significant thought as evidenced by some of the comments like, based on the experience garnered when the WIA prepared the submission for the expansion of the 80 metre DX window in the mid-90s, it is clear that the only mechanism of ensuring non-interference is to remove the commercial allocation from the proposed band. In third place, with 12% of the vote, was option one. To remind you, this was, in effect, let all the hams in Australia have the whole band, unless you happen to be in Queensland. Being a Queenslander myself, I was disappointed that anyone voted for this, but that's how democracy works. A few respondents recognised the issues with this and offered suggestions like, Perhaps suggest a program with a long-term goal to bring all emergency services frequencies standard in all states. This would make cross-border operation much simpler. In second place, with 15% of the vote, was option number three, which was to channelise the band. At least these people gave the Queenslanders a fair go. With it, the option three respondents had little good to say, one respondent stating, so small it's useless, while another stated, I can't see much use of this band. Most of the HF bands are underutilised. And another still, the proposed EIRP limit is patently absurd and should be brought into line with normal power limits. Finally, in first place, with a staggering 70% of the vote, was option two. This came with some suggestions, with one respondent stating, 
I would actually prefer a combination of 1 and 2. Full Australia-wide access, but with the top 1.5 kHz excluded within 200 km of commercial operators. The 60 metre band is ideal for daytime NVIS use during sunspot minimum. It is also likely to be useful for mobile stations with low radiation efficiency antennas given the EIRP limits imposed. Clearly everyone has a different opinion, but what is clear, amateur operators in Australia are thinkers, and the deep consideration given to these poll topics is appreciated. That's all from me, 7-3, VK4, APM. Late last year, the WIA Editor-in-Chief, Harry, VK6YBZ, resigned due to ill health. At that time, the WIA advertised for three editors to replace Harry, but there was no resulting volunteers coming forward. President Greg, VK2GPK, took over the reins of AR Publication Group and did an excellent job in production of the subsequent editions of AR Magazine, including the January and February edition 2020. The board of the WIA will provide members with a weekly progress report on this news broadcast service until editions 2 and 3 of 2020 are in the hands of our members. Moving forward, we have now appointed a new AR Publications Group Secretary and the board are still seeking three editors to work on the AR magazine. Please forward your expressions of interest to the Secretary. Stay safe in this time of crisis and remember, two metres matters. This has been WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. Hi, I am Lee Moyle, VK3GK. A WIA special event call sign, online roster and logging system. A very special thanks goes to both Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, and Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, for their tireless efforts over the last couple of weeks in bringing to reality the new WIA special event call sign, online roster and logging system. The WIA has several special call signs active currently, which are available for all WIA affiliated clubs and their members to use for on-air activations. Previously to coordinate this was quite a painstaking manual process, however not anymore as the complete online system is live and fully functional. Call signs available to use at the moment are VK1WIA all the way through to VK8WIA, VI110WIA and VK20HOME. To book your operating time slots, which are currently in three-day blocks, just go to the WIA website, select Members from the drop-down box, then select Online Logbook. There you'll be greeted with some simple instructions to select your affiliated club and to request your password to enable to book your time slot for activation of your chosen special event call sign. There are some simple operational criteria for logging that must be met to comply with the ACMA regulations. You can use the WIA live real-time online log from your PC browser, or you can use a third-party logger like N1MM, VKCL, DXLab, HRD, etc. etc. In fact, any logger that will allow an ADIF file output to enable direct log file uploads to the website logger portal. Once registered, it will be a simple task to share the times amongst your club members. All WIA-affiliated clubs and their members qualify to operate. 
Just remember to operate at your level of proficiency when using the special call signs. All the WIA special event call signs have been registered with LOTW, Log of the World, EQSL and Club Log. So they are all available for use with the WIA awards program and for general confirmations for other worldwide awards like DXCC, Workdoll Zones, etc. All call, all call signs are currently available for activation until December the 31st, 2020. COVID-19 radio communications event. On the weekend of June the 6th and 7th, VK20 Home was activated during the COVID-19 Activity Day event. FT8, SSB and CW was used and a few hundred contacts globally were had. Although the HF band conditions were a little down, the operators managed some good long path openings to Europe and short path to North America. As VK20 Home was a special call sign during the event, it offered the stations who made the contacts very happy as it provided some extra points in their quest and a confirmation with Australia. Face-to-face AMC amateur radio examinations to resume shortly. This is excellent news received earlier this week from the AMC office that assessors will be moving back to restricted face-to-face exams subject to some strict guidelines. In summary, one, all exam locations must have a COVID safe plan in place and you must, for your own safety, follow that plan as well as two, comply with university guidelines which have been developed for your well-being and three, All exam sessions must be approved by AMC Amateur Radio Office in advance. Examination papers will not be issued and you will understand that we will not accept exam papers which may have been exposed to an unsafe environment. We appreciate that there is extra work involved. However, this is the first step to return to a near normal as we can reasonably manage and we have sought special approval from the University of Tasmania to do this. Currently, the only option of sitting your amateur radio exams is via remote assessment, which can only be administered by approved Level 3 AMC assessors. If ready to be assessed, then please go to the AMC website, Australian Maritime College, to register your interest and have an assessor appointed to you for the remote exam. 73 is from Lee, VK3GK. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The leading story this week from the IARU, paper on increasing noise from digital devices. International Amateur Radio Union Electromagnetic Compatibility Specialist Torrey Warren and Martin Sack have submitted a paper to the International Special Committee on Radio Interference concerning the increasing impact of multiple digital devices on noise levels in the radio spectrum. IARU hopes that the result of this will be amendments to the way in which standards are developed to recognise the need to properly consider the cumulative impacts of multiple devices, said IARU Region 1 President Don Beatty. I just heard this from the border, 
and what I saw made me know for sure were out of order. Apologies to the Little River Band, but those lyrics kind of ring true for this next item. Russian-Ukrainian border radio war continues. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 monitoring system reports the Russian-Ukrainian radio war, which has been raging for years at 7055 kHz lower sideband, as well as 7050 or 7060 kHz, has reached a new escalation level. Almost every day, one hears the most massive mutual insults, aggressive, provocative hate rap music in Russian, IAR newsletter editor and IAR UMS Region 1 coordinator Peter Joss said. Furthermore, from time to time, we see insulting symbols, for example, skulls in the waterfall. It's believed the perpetrators are located in the border region of eastern Ukraine with the Russian Federation. In May, a digital jammer appeared up to about 12 to 15 kilohertz. IAR UMS has no means to stop this radio war, Peter Jost wrote. Only national authorities can do something with international complaints. The Deutsche Amateur Radio Club Intruder Watch has submitted an official report on the interference to the German telecommunications regulator. To the United Kingdom, the team at the Raspberry Pi Foundation, in collaboration with the European Space Agency Education, have announced that all 6,558 of this year's successful AstroPi programs have now run aboard the International Space Station. That's right, the ISS ran 6,558 AstroPi youth programs in 2019-2020. This year, a record 6,350 teams of students and young people from 25 eligible countries successfully entered Mission Zero and had their programs run on the AstroPi computers on board the ISS for 30 seconds each. The Raspberry Pi Foundation is a UK-based charity that works to put the power of computing and digital making into the hands of people all over the world. To the USA, jamming plague Chicago police radios. In one US city, the challenge of keeping life orderly during these troubled times has been amplified and complicated for police because of one issue that's well known to radio amateurs, jamming. Jamming is perhaps one of the most adversarial forces out there for ham radio operators. Now, one Midwestern city's police department is afflicted with the same problem. In the middle of the kind of explosive riots, looting, and protests that are rocking many of the cities around the United States. As Chicago police officers struggle to respond to dispatchers' emergency radio calls within the troubled city, jammers were filling the frequencies with music and slogans that interrupted communications, according to a report in the Chicago Sun-Times newspaper. Dan Casey, Deputy Director of Public Safety Information Technology in the Office of Emergency Management and Communications, said that although some police frequencies are encrypted, most officers' radios aren't protected from hacking, although the move in cities across the U.S. is to employ more secure digital radio systems. Casey told the newspaper that local and federal authorities were being given recordings of the transmissions. Jamming is illegal and an accused jammer can face a substantial prison term if convicted. I'm Kent Peterson, KC0, DGY. So, to the good news from the USA this week, where we see that volunteer monitor program coordinator Riley Hollingsworth, Kilo 4 Zulu Delta Hotel, 
said the program has recognised numerous radio amateurs with good operator notices. One facet of the ARRL and FCC agreement that set up the Volunteer Monitor Program calls for ARRL to recognise especially good amateur radio behaviour in order to encourage compliance with FCC rules and further the efficiency of the amateur radio service, Riley said. 17 operators in 15 states received good operator notices in the first quarter of 2020. The good operator notices went to veteran operators as well as newcomers, including a 13-year-old in North Carolina for CW operation during the Youth on the Air special event and a 14-year-old in Wyoming for SSB operation. A repeater operator received a good operator report for establishing and managing a COVID-19 net in Pennsylvania. Riley Hollingsworth, Kilo 4 Zulu Delta Hotel, had served as special counsel for the Spectrum Enforcement Division of the FCC's Enforcement Bureau in the early start of this century and has been a DJ at WRHI, an AM radio station in South Carolina. Dominicano, Radio Club Dominicano's 94th anniversary. June 12 marked the 94th anniversary of the founding of the Radio Club Dominicano incorporated by Dr. Carlos Regas, Hotel India A, Charlie Romeo. In 1908, three young men were captivated by the new communication methods of the time. In 1921, Dr. Regas and two friends and classmates who shared a love and passion for amateur radio met to establish what is now Radio Club Dominicano. On June 12, 1926, they decided to launch the Radio Club Dominicano, which has been active ever since, carrying on the principles of its founder and President Emeritus, promoting and developing amateur radio service and collaborating with relief institutions when they need its services, offering support for communications in emergency situations. Their motto... You have to support, maintain and grow what you want to see exist. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK6, it can be heard on the linked repeater network originating from VK6 RAP at 9am Sunday morning. I'm Chris, Victor Kilo 6, Fox Charlie Bravo Golf. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Amarind Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK, 4FUQ. On air right now this weekend you'll hear many wireless sets in operation, taking part in the All Asian DX contest, running from 000 hours UTC on the 20th, to 23.59 hours UTC on the 21st. It's CW only on the 1.8 to 28 MHz contest bands, with the exchange being signal report and operator's age. The New Zealand Memorial Contest will be held over the first weekend in July, the 4th and the 5th. IAAHF World Championship July 13-14. Trans-Tasman Lubang Contest. Next contest, 17 July. VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW, Anriti or PSK. RD or Memorial Day Contest will be August 15, 16. Oceania Contest. 
Voice from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DXSSB October 24, 25. CQ Worldwide DXCW November 28, 29. December 6 to 8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14, 15, 10 metres worldwide. The Ted Powell Memorial DX Challenge. Four award periods each of three months starting in January of each calendar year. In two categories in the contest. Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the 5 most wanted DXCC entities. Most wanted, you work the most wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities and play are those most wanted during the 3 month windows. Complete details can be found at contest.fgarc.org.au forward slash. All major running contest rules and results are in the contest section of the WIA website. Australia. Members of the Wireless Institute of Australia are QRV with special call VI-110 WIA until the end of 2020 to celebrate our 110th anniversary, in fact the world's oldest amateur radio society. Activities on the hedge of bands in QSL is via LOTW. Cuba, CO. Special event station CO, 200 SMP is QRV until June 30 to celebrate the 200th anniversary of San Miguel del Padron one of the 15 municipalities that make up the city of Havana. Activities on the HF bands using CWSSB and FT8. QSL direct to CO2AME. The 28th of June is the centenary of the Royal Corps of Signals. The Royal Signals Museum has a permanent special event call sign, GB100RSM. An activity will be on until the end of June on the 40, 20 and 17 metre bands using SSB and CW. Peru, OA. Daniel, OA9DBK, is a missionary who is QRV from the Amazon rainforest in Peru. Activity is in his spare time and is on 166 metres. QSL via LOTW. Canada. Special event station VX3X is QRV until June 30 to commemorate the Apollo 13 space mission. Nicaragua. Active will be YN5AO from Rivas, Nicaragua between November the 21st and December the 5th. Activity on 160 to 10 metres, mainly during the local evening and night hours. Focus will be on the low band CW. Also, YN5AO will be active in the CQWWDXCW contest, November 28 and 29. QSL via DL7 VOA. For VK1WA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in England. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Just ahead of special interest group news, here's a look at wireless weather. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and finally, we have got a good Solar Cycle 25 sunspot to talk about. Region 2765 was a big one with a number of spots appearing, taking the sunspot number to 17 at one point. But by the time it had rotated to the centre of the sun, the spot had started to decline a little. While the sunspot had little effect on HF propagation, it's a good sign that we're moving in the right direction. Looking forward to it.
and a new sun clock quantifies extreme space weather switch on off. Extreme space weather events can significantly impact systems such as satellites, communication systems, power distribution and aviation. The clock will help scientists determine more precisely when the risk for solar storms is highest and help plan the impacts of space weather on our space infrastructure. Important since the next switch-on of activity may be imminent as solar activity moves from its current minimum. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group News and ATV, with a reminder that this very news service you're listening to can also be viewed, thanks to Bevan, VK5BD, via his YouTube channel. Direct links are in the text edition of WIA News each and every week. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Ballooning. The first of a series from the Australian Department of Defence of high-altitude balloon launch trials has commenced with the first balloon being successfully launched from West Wyalong in VK2. The trials aim to test Defence's ability to quickly send sensors and communications equipment into the stratosphere, the underutilised altitudes between where aircraft generally fly and where spacecraft orbit. The trial aims to demonstrate Australian-designed and developed launch capabilities that can deliver and maintain sensor payloads to an altitude that significantly improves situational awareness over a wide area. According to Minister for Defence Linda Reynolds, Senator Reynolds said, having these high-altitude balloons as part of Australia's sovereign capability means that we could deploy advanced sensors into the atmosphere quickly and cost-effectively, giving our forces comprehensive data in the air, on the ground or at sea. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier 15 Canadian CubeSats to launch from 2021. Radio amateurs of Canada, RAC, report 15 CubeSat satellites are being built by students in Canada and all are expected to carry amateur radio payloads. Suspension of university classes due to the global pandemic could affect the team's progress, but all of the teams have chosen to use amateur radio communications and RAC continue to receive requests from them, although at a slower rate than in the past. About half of the teams have now received endorsements for their project from RAC and have sent their proposals to the IARU for frequency coordination. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, FT4 and FT8. FT8 DMC Anniversary Activity Days 2020. To commemorate the third anniversary, several special event stations will be on air during the FT8 DMC Activity Days between July 1st and 31st. All stations will bear the FTDMC or FTDM suffix referring to the anniversary of the FT8 Digital Mode Club. Here, down under, tune for ZL6 FTDMC, being a Kiwi operator ZL1MV. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. On the 2020 social scene, VK7 Biennial Hamfest happens November 20-22 to 22 at the Miena Community Hall. VK4 Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club's annual dinner, Saturday, November 21. The Tark Christmas Party, Sunday the 13th of December from 2pm. And the Tark, that's the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Christmas Lights Tour, Friday the 18th of December from 7pm. 
Moving ahead to 2021, and it's got to be a better year than this year. NVK for the TARC Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp. Thursday afternoon, the 21st, to Tuesday afternoon, the 26th of January. Where is it? At the Girl Guides Association of Queensland Campsite and Training Centre, Blue Water. The Wyong Field Day happens February 28 in VK2. And Alara Meet 2021 in sunny Bendigo, October 1 to 4. So now, till next we do meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au. Thank you.